hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. Welcome to another episode of the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Special guest, Todd Jarrett today from Staccato. Todd, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, boys. What's going on? No, not, you know, hey, we're, we're moving along good, right, Travis? Yes, sir. Travis Barrett joining us as well. Um, excited to have you on, Todd. You know, you came on uh, when we first started the podcast, gosh, almost three years ago now, I think. Yeah, and we talked about Staccato. Then when you had uh, joined uh, their team, and uh, man, Staccato's come a long way since then, hasn't it? Oh, my God. I mean, well, I've been with the company uh, five years in April, and, you know, being someone who has been in manufacturing or been in the firearms industry, God, I just got back from SHOT Show, and it was uh, 34 years of SHOT, you know, from me. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I don't think I've ever seen or been involved you know, in the industry to where a company is taking a product and basically quadrupled the production and then on top of that made a product that is like we just took it from a Volkswagen to a Porsche. Yeah. I mean, in like four years. I mean, the company, of course, those listening out there, STI was the name of the company, and then we had some investment group come in, and the guy came in, um, a guy named Peter Kassman, who was a he's just a patriot. I mean, he just loved guns. He just he just bought a place out in, in um, which is the old Front Sight Range in Vegas, which is now called Prairie Fire. So if you see that pop up okay. online, yeah. so they own Prairie Fire, which is guy they're just pouring a lot of money into that place, and it's. Um, about an hour uh, or less, you know, outside of west of, um, of Vegas. But when he purchased a company, um, I just couldn't believe the money that they poured into that to make the product 100 times better than I've seen in any 1911, 2011 platform uh, in the 40 years I've been in the industry. Yeah. So it's uh, the one thing. I mean, we just moved into our new 100,000-square-foot facility. Uh, I think uh, 88,000 is actually a manufacturing facility. Uh, State-of-the-art. I mean, you can eat off the floor. The place is absolutely – it's just amazing equipment we put in and the actually expertise and the people that we put in place there. And what we're doing, we're pretty much doing everything in-house. I mean, the product, um, we, just bought a, we just bought a company called Schumann Barrel Company. Uh, so now we're using, um, you know, a, a unique type of barrel um, that's called an island barrel that's going to be in our custom line here that will be coming up. Okay. So, but the product is, I, I don't think, I mean, you know, I know everybody in the industry. I knew Springfield. I knew, you know, I knew Kimber, and I knew Colt, and I knew all the other small companies, the less bears in the world, you know. And uh, I, there's no one right now that I'd see is putting the detail work into the staccato line like I've ever seen. I mean, we're, I mean, I think um, by end of March, we are almost to the point where we can put a custom gun together without touching it but a couple places putting it together, which is unheard of when in a yeah, 1911. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, John Browning would be like, he would be like what did you guys do to my line, man? So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, you know, the 2011 is uh, it's it's hot now. I mean, that's what that's everyone I think is it appears there's other manufacturers trying to do what you guys are doing, right? Um, and you know, y'all have taken a very aggressive strategy and an aggressive approach to to just just attacking this this project you know and and you're keeping it fresh you got a lot of new stuff coming out um you know if you look if you go to staccato2011.com and look at the line i mean it's impressive it just uh, you're kind of you're kind of hitting every little nuance of a shooter what a shooter wants well, God, let's just talk about the line real quick. I mean, of course, you know, our you know, our Ferrari of the bunch is the XC, which everybody loves to shoot, which is like shooting a three eighty, I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got built in compensator on it. Uh, very intricate type of system that we made, very very expensive for us to make. So uh, even though it's a you know a forty four hundred dollar gun, um, And that's the, for your competitor? Yeah. I mean we we call it a competition gun, but I'll tell you that we have law enforcement actually carrying that in their holster. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just amazing across the board, um, you know, the line that, you know, people who are carrying, and, you know, we talk about that. But um, I would say that the XC is um, 
our number one gun that people that just love to shoot it. I mean, if I go yeah. do a demo, I mean, by far, you're going to say, I, I, where's that XC? Where's that XC? Yeah, they just like that softer shooting gun. Oh, yeah. There's, You know, there's no recoil to it. You know, it comes with a nine-pound recoil spring. And, I mean, you know, a 10-year-old kid can actually rack the slide on it. Yeah. It comes with a two-and-a-half-pound trigger job, and it shoots an inch at 25 yards away with, mm-hmm. you know, good ammo and a right up behind the gun, you know. Yeah. Right. So, but the XL is is my favorite and i actually compete with that so now we have a new division in in the action shooting sports um which is super popular it's called limited optics and essentially that gun has a um you know it's you know it's what we call dual ready so you can put optics on it and everybody's putting red dots on guns now Mm -hmm. and and that's my favorite gun it's a 5.4 inch barrel uh, $3,400 gun, um, but it is fabulous. I mean, I got two guns at close to 100,000 rounds to them now, and they still oh. shoot an inch. Wow. Just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, it's one of my it, – it's my personal favorite, and it comes with a two-and-a-half-pound trigger job, too, from the factory. Yeah. So – Plus, you know, all the coatings that we're putting on our guns, our DLC coating, it's like super hard. It, I mean, it's rock hard. Um, I mean, you're going to get a lifetime of finish out of that product. I mean, you go out and shoot 50,000 rounds here, take your gun apart, and you're just going to see like nothing. There's nowhere or no nothing. So it's, you know, great for holsters. It's, you know, you know, really it's, uh, it just adheres to, you know, doesn't adhere to any type of um you know rust or anything out there so in lubrication but if you are listening you are in, interested in a staccato line i would highly recommend you get a dlc barrel yeah and the reason why because they just clean up so good for maintenance wise i mean that's i mean i just tell customers i'm gonna go like spend your extra hundred bucks and get it done because it is that easy to be able to clean a barrel on the inside and outside to get that dlc uh coating on there because it cleans it up and the lubrication is pretty amazing on it so yeah so after that you uh, down from the xl you got the p or or the yeah p is a the flagship that's the flagship gun right there that's a flagship gun you know 4.4 inch barrel I mean, you know, these gun, all these guns have ambi safeties on them. Um, they come with or without, you know, um, mag wells on them. You know, that is a four and a half pound trigger. So at that, guy, when we started launching that, you know, here uh, in the very beginning, um, we had we put up a, you know, a law enforcement, you know, division up, and we started going after them, and we picked up three or four of them here, or there, and then next thing you know, LAPD calls us up and go like, hey. Can you send us some? We'd like need some peas sent to us. We went, oh wow, LAPD. I'm like, okay, we're trying to get into some different places. So yeah. they kept the gun for a year, and we didn't hear a word back from them. And so they are a very independent type of law enforcement group nationwide. Yeah. And and what they do, they they just do their own independent testing. And call us up and go like, you won the single action test. So we went. We mean we 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 mean we want well. Yeah, what's we're that only mean? <laughs> appro- we're only approving your gun, mm-hmm. you know, as far as you know, an outside vendor other than because Sig has actually got their own duty gun. Yeah. But, um, and I think we have shipped over six or seven hundred guns to them. Oh, wow. And uh, so you know, duty wise, law enforcement in the LA area can actually use that gun in their holster. So they saw qualification go up um, because of the ease of you know the ability to be able to shoot the gun. Yeah. Um, you know, it has a lot of options, you know, in law enforcement that gives them an ability, especially 20 rounds and, you know, especially a nine millimeter. Um, so the guns are super, super reliable, um, you know, and I think across the board, in the, even in the beginning when they were looking at iron sights and now the dot has become so prevalent in handguns, um, now it becomes even a better firearm to even be able to, you know, take it to the range and, and you know, be able to hit a target with ease downrange. So that was the beauty behind that. So, but it is our flagship gun. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, it's to the point now we, I think we're over 1,400 agencies now nationwide that uh, have that gun in their holster uh, or have, have been approved by their department anyway. So okay. It's, which is, uh, and that's something else that was unheard of years ago. It was a 1911 in law enforcement. 
Oh God Almighty! Yeah. That's the truth. I you mean, know, somebody. So said, y'all have kind of revolutionized that because now other people are copying you and seeing that hey, they can build a gun that's reliable, nine millimeter double yeah. stack, that nice trigger pull, make qualification scores go up. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's another step Staccato's. Yeah. Took to revolutionize the whole platform. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, and and, and we did this basically through social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, it was just to a point where they hired myself and three or four other people, you know, influencers out there, and then we kind of got the word out there. And I was going like, I just didn't, I didn't expect to see that type of, um, you, you know, information to be shoved out to the public and be able to have the, you know, have the public respond to the product the way they did. And that was something that. Uh, I would have to say it could be a first of its kind in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of companies that do a good job at that, too. I mean, Spring for Armory does it, SIG does it, oh, yeah. you know, Glock and uh, Smith & Wesson, all the, you know, the big, you know, five kind of do that. Um, but we did it in a different way. I, I mean, we just had different influencers that we came in. I mean, you know, we went after not only law enforcement, but we just went after different demographics that were, yeah. were different. We had, you know, a friend of mine, Sure, Michael and uh, John Keys, who are with um, Guns Out TV, um, they just kind of, you know, they're they're two great black guys who just like firearms, and they wanted to get into that side and educating that community. Mm-hmm. And so we became very good friends. And next thing I know, I mean, they were influencing a whole new demographics mm-hmm. of uh, individuals who want to get into shooting and be responsible gun owners. Yeah, so yeah, we've yeah. seen that a lot here at Green Top, just with the social media. It's a whole different realm of customer than what we had 15, 20 years ago. Isn't it it is. It's completely I mean, different. Even yeah. You look at our store and the offerings we have, we wouldn't carried half this stuff 20 years ago, but yeah. now the whole industry's changed, and I, I put a lot of that on social media and the influencers and the younger generation. Yeah, and to grow, uh, you know, you have to think out the box and, and go and go at things different. And I mean, that's that's what Staccato did. You went, you kind of did an unorthodox way of going about it that other gun manufacturers were probably thinking, ah, we can't, we can't do that, do it that way. We can't, uh, we can't advertise that way. But now, what, what are they doing? They're yeah, they're going about it the same way you guys were doing it. And yeah, you I have to, you have to, you have to adapt or you die. You know. Yeah, I mean, right. and with COVID, it brought so many new shooters to the game. Why not introduce them to something like a staccato that right out of the box checks every point they need? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, going back to the P, the P, and correct me if I'm wrong, does the P come in a steel frame and a polymer frame? Alloy frame. Alloy frame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, a, so the alloy is five ounces lighter than the actual steel P. Okay. So, I mean, identical guns, but the five ounces, I mean, you know, if somebody's in the area and want to come by and, you know, pick up one and, and, and feel a difference, it's, you know, if you want to carry that gun, yeah. you know, because it's a mid-sized gun. But I feel that, you know, people go like, Todd, I, I think the alloy frame has a has less recoil than the uh, steel frame. Yeah. Uh, I think the gun cycles a little quicker with it. Not, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of that alloy i mean that's my my favorite yeah. of, the, of the two there so and it comes um it comes either with the cutout for an optic or without correct that's correct yeah, yeah. okay um I would think by the end of this year, I think we're by the end of this year, I think almost every Everything single gun is going to be optic ready. Cut out. Yeah. 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 Might as well. Because I've put yeah. some orders in for stuff, and, and Lily, my rep, says, you know, we're not doing just the iron sight model anymore. Everything's going to be optic ready. Right. So, so, I've yeah. kind of crossed all our inventory over to that. And just looking at a sheet I brought in here today, the P is our number one seller. Two different models are the top two sales. The uh, optic ready CS frame with the DLC, and then the regular frame with the DLC. So there you go, Todd. DLC wins. Yeah, yeah. DLC is it's a winner, winner, chicken dinner. I, mean, yep. I don't care where you go at. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah. So um, we start talking about you know um, what type of you know gun you want. Now we start dropping into the more concealed you know carry red line, which mm-hmm. is a C two. C two is it's kind of my favorite 
That's the one I like. Yeah, I, I like it because I got a big hand. I got a big grip. It's got a three point seven inch barrel on it. It's got a dual, you know, guide rod system in it. Our recoil master system we have. Um, it's you know, safe to say that's the commander size of the staccato. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. gonna say for, for guys that don't know the staccato line out there listening, guys and gals, what would you say a C two compares to size wise, so they can get the image in their head? Is it a Glock 19 size? Is it a Hellcat Pro? Yeah, it's Shield. That that yeah, it, that realm of it's actually a little bit bigger than a uh, little bit bigger, yeah, a little bit bigger. So think of a 43, okay, mm-hmm. Glock, you know, lengthwise barrel, okay, okay. and uh, but it's in high cap. So, right. I mean, yeah. you got a 17 round mag. So exactly. It's, and it's a little bit bigger, you know, grip on that for you know somebody who has a larger hand on it. Right. So yep. Not like when we we start talking talking about the CS when we get down to that. Because when y'all say commander size, you know, a, a original Colt Commander, that's still a pretty big gun. It is. Size grip compared with four to inch. today's world yeah. of concealed carry stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to give the view the listeners an image of. Yeah, you know, what they're looking what at. What that yeah. size is. Yeah. yeah. So, it's um, so it's a it's a standard size grip as a P, the XL, the mm-hmm. XC, which are all the same size grips on it. But, um, you know that particular gun, uh, it just it's just a fast little gun, and with optics on it, it's just. I don't know what it is. It's just everybody who shoots it just kind of like, okay, this is my gun. You mm-hmm. know, you know, it's it's you know four four on the P, and this is a three point seven. You know, and it's a seventeen round magazine. You know, that goes into it. Um, you know, so those are the the things. On it, you put a twenty round mag in it too, and you still have it for home defense, and you can still easy enough to carry it and put it in a vehicle, put it in a pocketbook, and yep. have that ability. To, also, um, for the yeah. average listener. Are they giving up anything in the 3.7 versus the 4.4 in terms of defense accuracy? When no. I say defense accuracy, 7 to 10 yards. No, absolutely zero. That's what – okay. I mean, you can't even – I would say you're not giving up anything between um, 20 and 25 yards away. Okay. Okay, so – But you're gaining concealability a little that's bit. That's correct. Because of, because of barrel length and mm-hmm. setup. So now we, we know we were talking you know earlier about iron sights and not making any. All these guns come with iron sights, right? Yep. Yeah. So, but you, they all have the option of the optic. Yes. Yeah. 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 So depending on, so they're all they're all drilled and tapped really for a fixed you know loophole sight for the delta point. So in order to get any other, you want an SRO, you want this model, you want a holler sun, you got to be able to get that plate for that. So yeah. that's the you know that's the Big, the big problem we have in the firearms industry is right now is just scratching our head, just trying to figure out, you know, how to build all these plates, you know, for all these <laughs> well, you different know, if, models. If the yeah. industry was smart, they would build one standard spec plate, and everybody would sell more optics. We would be happy with five. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. Okay, yeah. just right. five, not you know, not eighteen. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> five would be would be the one that I personally would would love to be able to to have. But you know, now we're you know we got. Probably um, a guy just called me up last night and told me, go, oh, did you see this new model red dot? I was going, no, which one is that one? I said, what footprint does it have? He goes, I'm not really sure. So it's kind of yeah. like, you know, just the biggest problem we have with dots, you know, especially people dealing in the industry. I mean, Holler Sun, they got 50% of the market. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just got back from SHOT Show, and I went over there and saw all this stuff they had over there. And, yeah. God, how do it's, you keep up with that? It, it makes my head spin. I can't – you know, and, and, and a lot of customers, God bless them, they, they know exactly what they want. They know all these models probably better than I do or some of those guys on the yeah. floor do. And it's hard to keep up with them. You know, it's like uh, it's like golf clubs, Travis. I mean, they come up with a new golf club every week. You know, and flashlights. Same with the red dots and yeah. flashlights and – Man, it's just a lot, but um, yeah. As far as the plates go, it'd be really, it'd be nice if we could just have something standard because it is very difficult carrying everything or carrying the, all the right stuff. So, um, but the red dot, I mean, who knew it was going to take off like this, Todd? I mean, uh, well, I mean, it, it's gone, gone crazy. Well, you know, I can honestly say that I'm, I'm really one of the two pioneers of putting a red dot on handgun since 1988 that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> so i i have you know i know exactly what the, and i, I would if somebody would have said todd 
Where were you going to be at in 10 years with the red dots, like in 88 to 98? I was going like, well, we're going, we'll have them on the guns, you know. And then, and it didn't happen. And in the early 90s, I mean, early 2000s after 9-11 hit, you know, I was working for Blackwater at the time. And I was going like, you know, I have a red dot on the gun. People are going like, what is that? It's going like, well, that's stupid. I'm never going to put that. It's going to fail. It's that's failing. That's for competition shooters. Yeah. Competition. And now it's kind of like, you know, you don't have a red dot. You don't have a red dot. It's kind of like you know. So, I mean, think about you know, FBI. They just you know last you know last year started their first academy yeah. with red dots on the gun. So, you folks out there that are new to shooting, start with the red dot from the get go. Oh, it'll it, make you. It, it'll make you a much better shooter. Oh, by by far. It I is mean, especially as you age. Yeah, I don't yeah, know about y'all. Right. I have a hard time seeing the sights and the target. I can see one or the other, but it's hard to see both. But I think the um, I think twenty twenty five. Um, so the biggest problem we have in the industry because I work for a company who makes a red dot company called Seymour Systems. They're out of Warrington, Virginia, mm-hmm. and Seymour actually dominated and owned owned the competition world in red dots uh, for twenty five years and won more championships and world championships and nationals than any other company times two hundred. Uh, everybody shot their product, and so. Um, you know, they kind of got lost behind because they were a competition. And, you know, of course, you know, you know, between Holler Sun and Trijicon and, you know, Loophole and, you know, a few others out there, uh, they have kind of taken over that side of the marketplace. And we figured out what, why they break. And by putting them on the slide now, it's kind of like, okay, we now know, okay, this breaks, fixed this, made this stronger. The, I would, so anybody says, hey, Todd, I'm, what about failures for red dots? I was going like, you see, I do a lot of classes, and we'll talk about Staccato Ranch in a few minutes, but uh, my very popular classes are my red dot classes. Yeah. And, uh, and I have, you see, I have probably done um, maybe – uh, a thousand students in the last uh, three, four years uh, would have had doubts on them and, uh, or more probably in the last three years, I would say. And out of that group, I have seen maybe two or three of them go down. You know, yeah. I'm not going to mention, the, you know, the company's name. Sure. But, um, but I have seen those go down. So uh, I don't care if it's a small gun or, or a big gun. So people go, okay, okay Todd, what happens? Uh, you know, reciprocating slide works faster on a uh, on a smaller slide than it does a larger slide. Which one, you know, which one's worse for it? Not really, none of them. I mean, right. the one thing customers need to know is – You've got to be able to make sure you keep your, you know, that your batteries change on every six months. You got to make sure that, you know, your Loctite, your screws down, because if you don't, you're going to lose adjustment. So are you blaming on, are you blaming on yourself? You blame on the ammunition, you blame on the gun. Then you come to find out that your screws have gotten loose. And next thing you know, you're not hitting your target. So it's going to be a key thing for yeah, anybody. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's, uh, it's, it's the new way, uh, it's it's the new accessory with guns, and a lot of guns are coming with them now. But um, which makes it a little bit easier. But uh, it's the new way of the future. I don't know what's next after this, but we'll see. Uh, uh, you know, brain waves. You know, telling you <laughs> when to shoot and not to shoot. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, we can keep these things. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, that's our that's our biggest goal here. That's the, yeah. But uh, training, you know, like you just mentioned, uh, by far the most important thing, that, uh, the most important aspect around this industry is training. Um, yeah. To newcomers, uh, experts, wherever, you should never stop training and practicing because it's uh, it's just an important part of uh, of what we do. And uh, it's a diminishing skill. It is. Yeah. You know, just because you have a gun and you go shoot it once a year, don't mean you're ready. That's right. No, absolutely not. I mean, um, so I, I'll give you a quick story. So I have shot over six million rounds in my life, and that's that's a that's a lot. That's a hard number. Okay. <laughs> so I'm still shooting well over 100,000 rounds a year, you know, and over the 40 years I've been competing. So it had been, you know, parts of my life where I have either had injuries or something traumatic has happened to me where I've gone, you know, a month or three months. And I think I went through a six-month period one time where I did not shoot a firearm in six months. And so in that period of time, I could not believe how much I lost in my motor skills to be able to draw the gun, whether it be from concealment or even a competition mm-hmm. rig uh, for that period of time. So, so people said, Todd, what's the, what's the magic number 
where diminishing skills actually start going away. I say, if you don't touch a gun in three months, you've already lost about 20% of your ability to skill set to be able to pull the trigger correctly and understand what a sight is. You go six months, okay, it's not like riding a bike, it's like falling off a bike. You go a whole year without it, I can tell you right now, your ability to be able to operate a firearm correctly is not in your in your favor. You need to be able to understand that you should be able to I, you know, I, I say a minimum every three months you go fire a gun, even if you go yeah. shoot a box of 50 rounds. Mm-hmm. Whether so. you just go rent, an, get an hour rental at the indoor range, or you know a buddy that shoots outside, or you just buy a membership, make get a membership to the range, Green Top Shooting Range, by the way. It's oh, cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just uh, use that membership, because with, with memberships and ranges and things come courses, it's things to help you stay fresh, uh, mm-hmm. you know. There's always, you know, nice, good, good courses to take, which, you know, you'll always learn new things, you know. Well, um, let's finish up the CS model, and we'll talk about the C real quick. Yeah. So the CS is our our small compact, which is a 3.5 inch, and it is a badass little shooting gun. Yep. And it's concealable, uh, has a completely new, different grip. Um, and it has a brand new magazine. So the magazine is dedicated for nine millimeter where the XC, the XL, the P, and the C2 uh, have a larger uh, capacity magazine in, in size-wise. So it, it basically, it can accept a 40, a 38 Super, and it can, a 45 ACP caliber. Um, super reliable in all those across the board. But the CS, we just wanted to make a smaller grip to what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that became the new gun which we're coming out with this summer which is the new c and it's shot show of course everybody wants to gravitate to the new gun mm-hmm. okay that any company has yeah, you couldn't get near the booth at shot show oh dude, oh, dude <laughs> let me tell you i worked a booth i mean i, I mean every i saw day, you from a distance <laughs> I, I was like slammed the whole time and so we we did a after action um you know you know of uh, what happened at shot and and i said that 80 percent of the people that came and grabbed the c which has a bigger grip than the actual CS, it's a larger grip on it, uh, which has a 18 round magazine to it, and it is a four inch barrel. It is so balanced. Did you get a chance to see it? Did you no, see it? No, I couldn't, no. Oh, Jesus. It was, um, <laughs> I, I don't think, I, I didn't expect, because I had shot it at um, one of the events, I didn't, I didn't expect for it to be, to have the publicity that it had by people just coming up and putting their hands on it. Yeah. I, I think I had every single law enforcement department in the country that came, was there, that came by. I got a Well, you had Coley on Noir. He, he did a review on that too, didn't he? He did. He did he a did. really good review yeah, on that. Yeah. But I can tell you, it's probably the most balanced 9 millimeter 2011 platform. Yeah. You, you just got to feel it and put in your hand to see. So side extractor, okay, we redesigned that. So we will eventually So the C and the CS both have a correct. external extractor? Yes, okay. yes. And All so right. we're going to gravitate away from the external extractor as a 2011, you know, the 1911 John Brown design because, mm-hmm. I mean, look at Smith & Wesson. They've been doing a side extractor since the 50s. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and they figure out how to do it. And some company called Glock kind of does it, and they yeah. did a damn good job at it too. <laughs> so, and then, SIG version so we all kind of got our heads together in manufacturing at the you know at staccato and we went hey who makes the best one and we kind of figured out you know the best you know geographic um you know position of how that is going to work in there and one thing led to another is kind of like we kind of came up with a, a modified version of all four of those companies and mm-hmm. we felt that we made a better one than all of those together so um shoot rcs we fired five guns with those side extractors in them before we ever went to the market on them uh we spent over a hundred thousand rounds through every single gun through five guns so every employee got to go out and shoot two thousand rounds a day oh, okay wow. so it's kind of like okay hunter you you, you got two thousand rounds you got to go burn them up and so, you know, that was your job for the day to go shoot 2,000 rounds. So we put 100,000 rounds to five different guns. And then somewhere along the way, we made modifications. So we had to do that whole 100,000 over again. again. Oh, wow. So it probably took us five or six months um, for, for us to get down to the point we were extremely happy with. Uh, you know, the product line there. So I've never seen a company in all the years, in all my years, ever, 
seen someone shoot so many bullets through a gun to test fire a new product ever. I mean, yeah. it is, and I and I know everybody in the industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some companies out there that only like shoot three rounds through their gun once they build them. You know, we don't. We shoot yeah. like 50, 100, you know, rounds through our guns. This is what we do. Because now we got our own ammo company, you know, in house. Yeah, that's I saw that too. That's yeah. new for this year. And then uh, you got the ranch too, right? The ranch is uh, yeah, that's impressive. Well, um, now, is, now is the facility you were talking about the new facility is that on the ranch or is it uh, a different location? So you no, know, it's all in exactly the same place. So okay. we have seven hundred fifty acres of land is what we got. So in uh, one corner of it is where manufacturing is at. Right beside that is all of our outdoor uh, facility and for our testing. And um, and it's for the ranch, which is Dakota Ranch. So we had four big bays. And then we just finished up 18 bays in the back. So uh, essentially, yeah, we have um, we got 22 bays. We end up with 24 bays here by the, by springtime. So it is a training facility for just for staccato. But you don't have to shoot a staccato to come and shoot at the ranch. We got some really phenomenal instructors that are coming through there. Uh, I'm teaching like nine classes there this year. Uh, I would be there once or twice a month starting next month once the weather breaks a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't see me in July, August in Texas, so I'm going <laughs> <No. laughs> to be fishing somewhere. Um, but I, 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 last year we started it, and it was kind of – we just put it on the site, and we kind of word of mouth. I mean, I filled every single class. Uh, we're doing shooting on the move classes. We're doing red dot classes, advanced pistol. Okay, I'm actually going to be doing carving courses there this year oh, also. Cool. So flying to Austin, we are we are an hour north of um, Austin um, downtown from the airport, essentially okay. in Florence. Um, I mean, we you get so if you come to a class, so I'm trying to get you guys down there. Yeah, come to a class, spend two days with me. Um, what you're going to do is, you know, somewhere along the way, you're going to get a break. You're going to be able to get go through manufacturing and see the entire manufacturing. You get a whole hour, hour and a half of how we make everything within a facility. Um, everything from our hammers and sears that we make in-house to all the machining. Everything is going to be done there exactly on the way you think, you know, a staccato should be made. Um, out back. Is our new um, new state of the art indoor range? Okay. Now you guys got a nice place. Yeah. Okay. You you do got a beautiful place. You're, when you come down to see ours, you're gonna say, "Oh my God, Todd! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!" It's uh, it is just beautiful. And then that takes you right beside the outdoor range is where everything is at. So we got hundred yard ranges, fifty yard ranges. Uh, it's state of the art. We got lighting out there for night shooting that we can do. Sporting clays on the facility. Um, we got a running track out there, which is two miles for nice. employees to exercise. So, and you got a there. clays range too. That's awesome. The clays range is absolutely so. It's a full amazing. total shooting experience at the ranch. Thirty-four stations, I think, on on the shotgun Damn. that we got. It Damn. is, and it's on top of a hill because we're kind of in towards West Texas, kind of hillside is what it is. Okay. And it's a it's a beautiful course. Okay. So when you come, you guys got to stay up extra day and we'll go shoot some birds i know you like guys like oh, shooting, yeah. shooting clay so <laughs> but um but yeah it's so it's stay the art um so check out uh, staccato ranch.com uh i'll go right to staccato 2011.com page and that'll take you into there and show you all the upcoming classes yeah i was looking at it this morning looked yeah, pretty nice so it's pretty you can young. and you can purchase a course and sign up for it through the website as yep. well yep, okay sure excellent can. so okay. if you want to take a course from me um you know i'm kind of the guy who uh is you know, I teach in a kind of a different way. So I don't come from the military. I don't come from law enforcement. I come from 40 years of shooting, 6 million rounds downrange, you know, shot around the planet 12 times over the years, former world champion and multinational champion. So it, for me, I bring a different type of a teaching, you know, attitude to the world of, te- you know, teaching and, and teaching yeah. of a handgun. Yeah, that's how one of the gentlemen – taught secret service some stuff and right uh you know all kinds of backgrounds there was a lady on there as well yep yep Tessab is on there we have uh we got we got several um you know guys in law enforcement who mm-hmm. have been in lapd have come through there 
on their teaching. So we're, plus we're bringing in a cadre of, uh, of instructors that are coming, that are popping up that somebody you may want to, I want to take a class from this, you know, this yeah. instructor or this instructor. So the key is to look at, you know, look at the calendar and see what's coming up. Right. So, yeah, okay. pretty, pretty amazing. Anything, uh, anything other than 2011s in the pipeline for uh, Staccato? I or can, you can't I, I say? Can, I cannot confirm or deny anything that's coming up in 2025. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, yeah, it's, it's a, pretty amazing place and you know god we then we cranked up um longhorn ammo which is on the facility too yeah okay so we're making brass we're making bullets and we're loading ammo good and, for y'all uh, man that's good yeah, now is that just nine millimeter or y'all do right now we're just doing only nine millimeter okay so. and it's like a match top or like a like a match grade ammo or yep, a competition we're grade we're okay doing, we're doing both so we're doing like a, self-defense and not yet. Not yet. Self-defense. Okay. Working on new projectiles now for that, and okay. so we're you know we only been going for about a year on the uh, Longhorn ammo side. So you'll start seeing staccato ammo uh, pop up here, or there. And I'm sure you guys will get yeah. some. So so some of it's going to be range for range purposes, and some of it's going to be for competition. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a competition version. Uh, actually, a bullet I de- actually designed to Hornady. Thirty-five. Uh, it's actually 120. Close. It's a 124. But okay. we're, we're actually we're working on uh, a couple of projectiles, and that's my personal favorite. I want to think of 135. It's something that we're working on in the future. Right. But yeah, bullet. I actually helped design when I was working for actually worked for Hornady back in the 90s. 38 TJ. 38 TJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're working um, on potentially doing some other calibers and those. Cool. We even gonna do rifle calibers. So. Good. Nice. That way you're going to get into 308, 556. Five, well, as much as y'all uh, shoot on this facility, I yeah. guess you got, you got to live your own ammo because yeah. y'all are doing a ton of shooting. So, yeah, yeah might as well. They're going to have to cut y'all off so we get some. Yeah. <laughs> so what's so kind of cool about the place is that so if you come down and you want to teach a class, you don't have to bring anything but your eyes and ears. So uh-huh. we got holsters for you. We got guns for you. So if you want to come in and say, hey, I want to shoot a, you know, a staccato P in the class, we're going like, yeah, we'll hook you up. You know, we, you don't have to bring no ammo. You know, we got ammo on site for you. And that's good because a lot of people, that deters them from maybe wanting to fly out and take a class. Is, I don't want to travel with my gun and right. worry about my yeah. ammo getting right. there. Right. Well, you brought up holsters. So, you know, we get that question a lot, oh, holsters for, for staccatos. Um what in your recommendation? Where should where should customers look for their for their holster? <sighs> the big question everybody always wants to know. The problem is, you know, there's like five thousand models of holsters out there that yeah. you can go to. We actually make a holster for the Staccato P, okay, and several models on our website that you can go on there. So you can just the consumer yep. can just buy direct yep. off the yep. website. You can go right off of it off the website. Yeah. It may not be the version you want. You're going like, well, I do deep concealment, Todd. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm a appendix carrier. Well, you know, God Almighty, there are 500 companies out there that are making appendix carriers, you know, version of it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, Blackhawk, Safari Land, which are the two major, you know, companies that are making those types of um, holsters for them. Uh, yeah, and they make them for the staccatos. And so, but there's all the Kydex guys out there. You know, there's a company called Nerd out there. They just popped up some ones that are actually really, really cool. Um, Blade Tech is another one. Blade Tech is, a, is one I think that uh, fits the guns really, really nice. Okay. I mean, you're looking for level twos or level three holsters. Me personally, my favorite holster, if you said, hey, Todd, I want a range holster. That gives me some type of protection to be able to retain a good retention on the holster is the omnivore from um, from Blackhawk. Okay, it's it's my favorite, and the reason why because it it fits five hundred different holsters. I mean five hundred different guns in one holster. Yeah, so it has an adapter that goes on it. Uh, has a push button um, thumb release on it. It's super clean. Um, it also comes with the surefires, or it has the Streamlight uh, TLR one and right. two to go in it. Uh, I like it because I shoot multiple guns. So I may have a, I might shoot a P in a class. I might shoot an XL. I might shoot an XC. Um, you know, and at those are actually, if it has a rail on it, and it will fit in that holster. Nice. It's okay. pretty cool. So. so Todd Jarrett runs a red dot on everything, I'm sure. Believe it or not, well, God, like, I, 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 I do. For personal carry. I do. I do. Does he run a light on it as well? I do not run a light. Do not run a light. I do not run a light. Okay. Um, I like 
I like to be able to conceal one, and of course I, I carry appendix all the time. Yeah. And so me, um, I do like a red dot, and I am a fan of the red dot. Um, I am a critical nut when it comes to making sure my stuff is zeroed. If I drop a gun or something gets hit for some reason, you know, I just don't feel like my gun's zeroed. I'm going to go good range. I'm going to go zeroed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I change ammunition. I'm going to go zeroed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I clean my gun once a month. I mean, if you are if you are a concealed carry holder, I don't care what gun you use. If you're not cleaning your gun once a month, okay, it's going to fail you. And the reason why absolutely is because dust, dust and lint and and debris and you know your skin is coming off on you every single day, um, believe it or not. And it's just uh, how many times have I got a whole customer's guns and go like, dude, when's the last time you cleaned your gun? Well, it just stays in a truck, and I, I I just don't you know it, it. There's no dirt in there, and then go like you pull a slide back, and it's like it, you know it's gritty and it's kind of like you don't have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then what, and what then what kind of lubrication you using? <laughs> Dust bunny yeah. magnet. So I'm I'm a big fan of. Um, oh, of course, I work for Hoppies. Sure. So Hoppies oh, yeah. is um, you know. What a great company. Oh, man. I mean, they're just great people. They've been around as long as all the gun companies. I mean, that's they all know. American yeah. hobbies. Yeah. They're and they're they're always innovating too, man. That's they another are, company absolutely. that yeah. So um so yeah, so I just love those and they make a they make a um a a, a black line, which is a precision oil. Mm-hmm. And so it's an alcohol uh, carrier in there but it keeps a really light film of it's my favorite of all the lubes to put on a concealed carry gun and I tell cops all the time I said don't put that thick lube on your gun do not put that thick stuff on there your gun is going to fail so just wipe it down clean it and then put a well, put a, a little bit on the rails and you're good to go don't be afraid you can pour it on this pour it okay okay and the carrier is going to you know alcohol is going to go off and it leaves that small carrier on there but it's my my favorite I use for all my competition guns especially cold weather like this i do not want to have a lot of thick viscosity on my firearm um because it collects a lot of dust Mm -hmm. and plus you know gummy it gummy is what it does and so you let the gun sit for a year and don't pick it up you may shoot the first shot but it may not cycle the gun yeah Yeah. so if you're one who is putting thick viscosity you know we see it sometimes on trade-in guns yeah oh god yeah yeah they come in and you you Wreck it, slide back, and look, and like, ah. and it, it just kind of goes, yeah. goes, I'm going like, yeah, that's not it's, it's coming out of the, the, the frame and the barrel, and it's coming all over the place. Yeah, you yeah. can, don't overdo it. You don't need to overdo it, right? Yeah, and, and here's the thing about. Same with the, carbines. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But here's one thing about the staccatos. I will tell every single person, mm-hmm. they want to have lubrication. Oh, yeah. You cannot shoot these guns completely dry. This is not a Glock. Okay, these guns are basically custom guns. Okay, custom price, custom guns. So if you're going to have a gun that's going to have reliable, do not be afraid to put the lubrication on it. Okay, um, you know, Hobbies makes several different versions. They got a CLP. Um, you know, uh, the CLP line that they got. If you're going to go practice and shoot, that's my recommendation for that. Anybody using, I'm, I'm not hated down Lucas Oil, um, but Lucas Oil has a real thick viscosity on it. They are, it is thicker. It's yeah. super thick, and it really, if you're going to go out and practice and shoot a bunch, okay, go ahead. You can put that on there, okay? But then once you're, you're not going to shoot the governor six months or three months, you better clean it off. Mm-hmm. And if not, you're going to have a failure. So, you know, of course, any concealed carry gun or, you know, CCW holder, you, you know, you better make damn sure that your gun's going to run and operate correctly. Yeah. So if you're going out and you buy a gun, say you come here and you buy a gun, doesn't matter what the model is. So hopefully you buy a staccato. But if you go out and buy one and you go out and shoot a box of 50 through it, and you're going like, well, it's kind of great. I like it. You know, put it away and go put it in a drawer. Okay. You really need to oil it. You know, you really need to put some lubrication on that firearm. And if you don't clean it, you get built up in the chamber. You can have extraction problems. You can have magazines issues that you when you clean your gun, the magazine has to be cleaned too. Because the magazine is a lifeline to the firearm. 
it's the fuel okay it's the fuel line that moves the fuel to the gun to make the gun operate that's right it's very important it is by far the most important somebody who's been in the competition world for years trust me i will tell you if you're not clean your magazine after you shoot them 10 or 12 times i mean you're, you're just looking for a failure problem yeah. especially nine millimeter yeah we just had a podcast on magazines itself you know all the different you know myths about them and clean the importance of cleaning them and rotating them out and, and you know just actually using your mags and um you know it came that came up to cleaning them you know because you know when you're training you drop them on the ground you're doing a lot of stuff and then like you said if they're just sitting around collecting dust somewhere i mean it's still it's it's getting dirty somehow some way yeah especially if you go come take a class in texas for me so yeah. Kind of oh, like, yeah you know it's dusty down there so it's, you know we're dropping mags on the ground and you know we do a good job of trying to keep the customers um you know uh ground kind of in, in a place where we only have all that dust and everything but in different environments you know you drop on the gravel you drop it in sand um it doesn't take but one you know little piece of sand to get down to a magazine and get hung up and now stop that magazine yeah. or that thing from rolling and then you're you holding the whole class up because some nimrods magazines are dirty or whatever yeah 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 so um yeah. And, and show up to the show up to the range with your mags loaded right Show up to a magazine loaded. Okay, it sure saves a lot of time. But, you know, <laughs> so if you come to my class, a two-day class, we're shooting a thousand rounds. Every customer is shooting a thousand rounds. So you are getting some quality time behind your gun to understand it, and that's the key to understanding any type of training you're going to do. So if you're taking a training class, you can go out and shoot fifty rounds or hundred rounds. Yeah, you're really not even waking up the gun. You know, you're yeah, not right. wake, you're not even waking up your trigger finger for that for that amount of time. Yeah. So you better better make you know sure that you understand and how that gun's going to operate. And if you take Todd's class, you better show up with like a mag lula or something to help load those mags because then thumbs yeah, wear yeah. out quick. <laughs> yes, yeah. gloves yeah. or uh, lula <laughs> yeah, loaders. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, essentially, we go through like. Uh, so most people have you know 15 to 20 round mags and mm-hmm. so uh, each cycle of training um, that our, our, our evolution of training that we're doing that day uh, essentially you're shooting three to four magazines in a cycle then everybody comes back loads our magazine tr- you know a new session starts and then you know a new mm-hmm. process and the whole thing goes through again, nice so. oh, and uh, this question came up on our magazine podcast what's the what's the minimum number of mags you should purchase with a firearm like if you if you were to buy a staccato, uh, if I'm gonna buy a staccato C2, uh, what's and it comes with how many mags? Um, two mags. Two, two yeah. mags. Yeah. Because so. I've always uh, you know a lot of people just say ten mags, six mags, five mags. Well, it's not a single stack gun, right? So it's, uh, any single stack gun, you need to have ten. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally say four is it is a magic four number. is a minimum. Yeah. Four is yeah. a minimum. Okay. You know, for you know any of the staccato lines. So yeah. You know, I, I just like to be able to have that. So when I go to range, I don't want to be shoot you know shoot two magazines up and have to go load them up again, load all four of them up, go there and you know now I got eighty rounds I can shoot in. Yeah. I don't have to. I can just learn something. So you know, if you go out and you know, I mean, ammo is expensive now. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what does that, you know, entail versus your life? Exactly. Or mm-hmm. someone you are trying to protect, a family member, yeah. friends or whatever. Yeah. So, And also, know. that ammo ain't as expensive as a lawsuit. Hey, not to so you right better be that. trained and knowledge and the whole nine yards. You know, I think the biggest one fear that, all of us have, especially in the, in, in the world of training, um, whether it be in competition, um, is you know getting new people to come into you know whether it be the first time owner of a firearm you know and where do they go at and where do they need to go I mean go to the experts I mean you need go to you know you guys got the range over here you know the green top shooting range. Go over there and take a class from them. And then after you take a class and you understand how to do it, go take another class. And then go take another class. Take a class from three or four different people, okay? You'll get a different, you know, flavor from all these different people. They, we all kind of yeah. tell – we all tell the same story. But it's that one instructor that will just get in your head and go like, I get it. I know what the guy's saying. So for me, this important part of understanding how to be able to take those type of classes. And but take the right classes from the right people. Yeah. You know, if you're in law enforcement, of course you want to gravitate towards somebody in law enforcement. You know, if you're in someone who you want you want to get into competition, you want to gravitate towards competition. But if 
if you want to learn how to shoot, go learn to somebody who shoots all the time. I mean, I'm not going to go to a guy who said, hey, man, I'm a great scuba diver. I'm going to teach you how to skydive. Okay. Yeah, I've only right. done it like three or four times. Yeah. You know, Travis, you do that all the time. You know, you skydive. <laughs> yeah. So for me personally, um, I have a lot of law enforcement and government agencies that come through me, um, you know, for decades. And the reason why is going like, hey, Todd, can you show us how to shoot this gun? Do you know how to shoot this gun? Went, yeah, it's a bullet launcher. As long as it got sights and a good trigger on the gun and shoots accurately, um, I can shoot anything. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter the gun. Um, but I'll show you all the nuances that make you a better shot, okay? Because I've already experienced all these techniques of how to draw the gun, how to grip the gun properly, what I need to see sight picture-wise. I understand the sighting, you know, systems on the gun, of what needs to be be looked at downrange what what a gun can do at you know 7 10 15 25 50 and even 100 yards away in a handgun so um typically if you're law enforcement you take a class from me most guys will know they're going like god i gotta i gotta put some time on a range before yeah. i go to todd because he's gonna make me shoot 100 yards away yeah you know so that duty gun that you're wearing uh, every single day does it have the capabilities of hitting a target 100 yards away when you don't have a SWAT team come in behind you or you don't have somebody who has a rifle that you could essentially pin down the individual may not hit them but you may be able to pin down that individual until you get help on site mm-hmm. so it's um for me it's um and it gets understanding what trigger control is and sight picture and understand what your firearm can actually do uh at you know at, at, at a given distance so yeah even though they only call it 25 yards away and uh god almighty you know my, my wife's in law enforcement, so um, I'm very, very cognizant of how departments and agencies throughout the country and around the world, because I've traveled all around the world teaching uh, throughout Europe and different agencies, different countries. And so for me, I've had a, a fantastic life um, traveling, you know, dealing with guns and dealing with people who love guns and, you know, people who protect the country and, um, you know, shoot bad people and, you know, try right. to do it right sometimes. So That's kind right. of cool. So. Well, Todd, thanks for being here today, man. Yeah, absolutely. I know, I know you're a busy guy, but uh, coming by, I wanted to talk about Staccato and, you know, the big things coming for them this year and uh, next year. But uh, the whole the whole ranch experience looks awesome. The ammunition line, that looks great. And then the new the new model that's uh, coming out later this year, uh, that's, that's going to be hot, man. Yeah. So um, we'll be coming out with the C – uh, around July. Okay. So essentially what I would do is so all your listeners out there, so pay attention to what's happening over at, the, at your range, okay, at your, yep. at your indoor, indoor range. The de- a demo um, starting to yep, go out? Demo, and yep. I'll start popping up some demos, and um, so any customers who wants to come by and shoot to see and all the new lines. Get on the list. I give them a list. I will do. So. <laughs> all awesome. Righty. All right. Thank you, brother. Travis, thanks for being here, too. Yeah. Todd, thanks again. Uh, big things coming for Staccato this year, man. Congrats on uh, all the successes, man. It's just, uh, I'm sure you're excited about it. I know everybody at Staccato is, too. Yeah, absolutely. We are. So it's you guys be a, have a, have it's a great gonna, Like we talked about before the podcast, it's going to be a crazy year. It's going to be a crazy 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your guns lubed. And beyond. (laughs) We'll end on that note. Thanks. You got it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.